Welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works. I'm your host, I'm Shemaine Linney. I'm a fitness and nutrition expert, certified iridologist and biohacker, and I'm very glad to speak with you again. I hope you're keeping really well today, and I hope you enjoyed the last podcast episode on seasonal allergies. This episode, we're going to look at detoxification. It kind of connects to what I spoke about in the last episode, and detoxification is a big part of seasonal allergies and minimizing those symptoms. So I want to walk you through the phases of detoxification and how to support them. But before I go on, I must emphasize that the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please consult your health practitioner before making any lifestyle changes. Okay, I think most of us know that detoxification is a big part of being healthy. If you're not detoxing properly, you're going to have some major issues. And that is detoxing chemicals, uh, inflammatory molecules that may be coming through your food, environmental toxins, maybe you're breathing in the smell of gas or diesel, car fumes, they can directly build up in your body uh, hormones. Some people don't understand that it's very, very important to be detoxifying hormones. So detoxification is a huge part of health. Like if you're not detoxing properly, you're going to have a buildup of all of this stuff in your body. Um, And these all, of course, stay mostly in the fat cells, causing lots of fun, making it harder for you to lose body fat. You'll feel more aches and pains. You'll experience more inflammation. You'll get brain fog, headaches, anxiety, depression, be susceptible to more illnesses and infections. So lots and lots of stuff is directly impacted by detoxification. So detoxification is done by several pathways in the body. So we detoxify through our breath. This is one of the reasons why exercising or moving a lot, doing some sort of cardio, dancing, hiking, running, stuff like that, that makes you exhale a lot. That can help a lot in regards to detoxification through your breath. So you're exhaling there, but you're also sweating. Sweating is a big part of detoxification. We want to sweat. As gross as it is sometimes, especially in this really hot weather, uh, sweating is really, really important. Uh, And then we have uh, urination and tears can be considered detoxification of sorts, even if you're only detoxing emotions. Um, Tears are important. Uh, You've got your bowel movements, which we're primarily going to look at here in this episode. Please excuse that noise in the background. The wind is blowing and it's making my blinds rattle. And then another one that I think most women underestimate is your menses, your period bleed. Bleeding every month is a huge part of detoxification for women. You need to be detoxifying these hormones. It's so, so important. 
I have a big problem with women who try to suppress their period. Of course, I'm going to help and give advice in whatever way I can, but I just don't like to see women stop their period. And especially when the response I get is, I just didn't want to bleed anymore. I understand for birth control or severe issues like endometriosis or whatever, but I really don't like the idea of women stopping a period or even postponing a period. It is going to cause a backlog of hormones and you're asking for trouble. So detoxification is really important. Most of your body's toxic waste goes through three phases in your liver gut, so that's one phase, then the next is your liver kidneys, um, and then you get the excretory aspect, which would be through your bowels, urine, sweat, breath, and your bleeds. Um, okay, so phase one, because you'll have heard people talk about different phases of detoxification, I think you will. So phase one, this is your first line of defense against toxins and uses up a group of enzymes known as the cytochrome P450. These enzymes protect your cells from damage by converting toxins into smaller substances, which helps with further detox, and then also helps make toxins water soluble so that they can enter phase two. So phase one is activated by external toxins. Some examples would be caffeine, alcohol, paint fumes, car fumes, like I mentioned, steroids, pesticides, contraceptive pills, sleeping pills, uh, cortisone, just to name a few. It's also activated in a favorable way by, so in a way we want, we want to support phase one through herbs like milk thistle, caraway and dill, even fennel can help citrus fruits like tangerines and oranges, uh, our vitamin C rich foods, which would also fall in the category of citrus fruits, but also strawberries, other berries, bell peppers. Then we have cruciferous vegetables like Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, collard green, turnips. Very important to get your greens in for a lot of reasons that I think people don't actually recognize. Um, then lipotropins, which are compounds that break down fat in metabolism, like cysteine, methionine, choline, inositol. So these are your eggs and your red meat. And then very, very important is um, this phase one is activated really most importantly, I think, by your minerals, especially magnesium and iron. And you get magnesium from your cruciferous vegetables, your green vegetables, another important reason to get them, and then your iron from your animal products, your red meats. So phase one causes the reduction of oxidation of harmful toxins. So it's all about oxidation of these harmful toxins in order to break them down into less harmful metabolites or byproducts. This is necessary and it does result in free radicals, which you'll have heard me speak about free radicals before. They do lots of harm in your body, right down to the DNA. They're like pink, out of control 
ping pong ball, just smashing up everything in your body. That's how I think of free radicals. And if you don't keep them moving through your detox pathways and get them out of your body, they're just going to keep causing more damage all the time. So when we look at free radicals, it's a good idea to increase antioxidants to help to neutralize them. I also really like molecular hydrogen for free radicals. Um, and some of the phase one activators that we mentioned that our antioxidants are going to be our citrus fruits, our green vegetables, that vitamin C, our milk thistle, which contains silymarin. So a lot of these whole foods, they support phase one of detoxification. They activate phase one, and they're also powerful antioxidants in regards to these free radicals. It can be a good idea for some people to add more in regards to polyphenols and flavonoids if they really have issues with detoxification and toxic overload and need that extra support. A lot of people are not going to be eating five to seven servings a day of fruit and vegetables. So supplemental additions can be really helpful. My number one would be molecular hydrogen. Then I really love resveratrol. Um, I always take a vitamin C supplement. I've been taking vitamin A for quite some time. Ever since I had my run-in with cancer, I also really like quercetin is a good antioxidant. And then minerals are so important. Magnesium probably being one of the top. Then our sodium, selenium, copper is a big one. We lose a lot of copper through sweat. So if you're trying to sweat to detoxify, you want to be replenishing that copper. One of my favorite ways to do that is, most of you will know, dark chocolate and then zinc and manganese are very important as well zinc your pumpkin seeds and manganese you will also get from dark chocolate but if you take large supplemental doses of antioxidants every day you do run the risk of shutting down or slowing down the production of your own master antioxidant production which is glutathione now this really is if you're taking them in large doses and if you're a client of mine you'll know i always kind of i'm cautious about taking too much stuff throughout the day or even at once because the that supplements have to get broken down by the liver they're going to go through the liver i don't want to be putting too much demand on the liver you have to be careful so you wouldn't go out and buy all of these supplemental additions that i've mentioned you pick one or two and then try get as much of like your minerals or even your vitamin c out of food that you can so then we move on to phase two phase two is all about conjugation which uses six different pathways to take the water soluble from phase one so those water soluble metabolites so phase one was all about oxidation or breaking down the harmful toxins so that they could be then made into less harmful toxins or metabolites so then phase two is your conjugation which helps to take the water soluble phase one metabolites out of your body, through your bile, through your urine, through your poop. Some of this will be included in that monthly bleed as well. So um, phase two 
absolutely in order for phase two to even work for you to get this stuff out of your body there are specific components that you need to be giving your body to support phase two sulfur is a big one again back to our green vegetables and our salads and our vegetables overall and herbs it's unfortunate that so many people don't like to eat vegetables you know I'm not their biggest fan but I make it happen once you have a good oil and vinegar or you have a good seasoning system you've got some lemon juice some sea salt like you can make it happen there are ways but really the attitude of a lot of people is oh I don't eat salads one person said she doesn't eat salads because she doesn't have time to eat a salad if you're come on make the time it's about taking care of your health but one of these things and well another reason why we want to be having green vegetables of some sort is their sulfur component I already mentioned the magnesium that's important vitamin c you'll get out of green vegetables and now your sulfur so they're your cruciferous vegetables your garlic your onions and even your meat and egg yolks will contain sulfur and then Phase two also needs amino acids, so important for even immunity. So we've got our glycine, I love glycine. Then we've got cysteine or N-acetylcysteine. We have taurine, we have methionine. So most of these you're going to get from meat, collagen. You'll get a bit from um, gelatin, depending on how it's produced, protein shakes. But you're going to get your full amino acid profile, mostly from your proteins, your meats. And also another component that's required is molybdenum, which is also found in meat, but especially red meat and salmon. Then lastly, phase two requires good glutathione production. So glutathione is our master antioxidant. It can be made from the amino acids found in our proteins. Uh, N-acetylcysteine is a precursor to glutathione, so is vitamin C. So that means that you can take vitamin C or N-acetylcysteine and pray to God that it helps upregulate your own glutathione production. So you're pretty much giving your body the tools it needs to make more glutathione. But there are some studies out there showing that certain people, due to genetic polymorphisms, or genetic expressions, they cannot convert N-acetylcysteine or vitamin C to glutathione. So some people may directly need to just take glutathione. Um, glutathione, I was giving it to my little boy a few weeks ago for, there was croup going around and he just couldn't get rid of this cough. And the glutathione worked wonders. But if you've ever smelt um, liquid glutathione, it smells like sulfur. It smells like rotten eggs. So he was literally holding his nose, swallowing it as fast as he could, and then washing it down with San Pellegrino. But he could see it was helping him, so he kept doing it. But it was, it was funny to see his face. And I actually smelled it, and I was like... Yeah, I'm glad it's you and not me that has to take this. Well, he still took it. He's a trooper. So, um, yeah, so glutathione also, we can help glutathione production through um, consuming flavonoid-rich foods. So our berries, fruits, vegetables, a lot of herbs. 
ellagic acid, which is found in red grapes. I'm hesitant to say red wine, but yes, red wine, green tea, rosemary, and cabbage. So when phase two, this excretion aspect, this getting it out of your body goes haywire, is not working properly because maybe you're constipated or your bowel movements are sluggish or you're not drinking enough water to urinate or you're not getting the above nutrients in sufficient quantities. Um, you really don't want this to happen because the metabolites of phase one they're quite potent and dangerous and they can be recirculated into the body. So you do need to excrete them ASAP. Some of my clients that have severe bowel issues, like not going to the bathroom at all for weeks, I'm encouraging them to focus on other ways to detoxify than sweating, panting, make sure they're having a period, even building muscle because building muscle can help break these metabolites down even further. So you may be activating phase one uh, simply by having your lovely clean morning coffee and your evening tea. But if you're not having a phase two, if you're not excreting properly, then you could suffer the results of these toxins being stuck in your body. And this could play a big part in your aches and pains, your insomnia, your anxiety, brain fog, even hot flashes for many of you women out there who ask me about menopause. Detoxification is so important. There is growing scientific evidence suggesting that certain diseases are the direct result of damage to the body from poor phase two detoxification. I hate to talk about this, I really do, but I want you to know this also includes cancer, Parkinson's, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, lupus, and immune dysfunction. So you're looking at autoimmune diseases there. And it makes sense. I know I've spoke about this on many episodes in the past. If you have all of these toxins built up in your colon, in your intestines, in your body, you're not getting them out, they're going to continue to putrefy and concentrate. And they will go through a process of uh where they're going to be or deglucuronidation where they're going to be recirculated into the body and if this keeps going on obviously this concentration is getting higher and higher and higher and your toxic overload's getting higher you're putting more demand on your immune system your white blood cells and eventually they start to lose the fight i mean i really hate to talk about this but it's important that you're fully aware if you're not excreting these toxins properly, you're leaving yourself susceptible to issues down the road. So that's phase one and phase two. And then phase three, uh, this is about transportation and it, re it mainly refers to the transport of phase two um, to your kidneys for further filtration and then out of your body via the bladder or through urine or even with your bile in your small intestine, um, which can then be eliminated through your poop. So phase three is all about just getting that last bit. So phase two with elimination, well, this is the last push on elimination. This is let's get it out. What are the other few things 
we can do to ensure elimination. That's where phase three comes in. So we're looking at adequate hydration for the kidney urine elimination. And this includes sodium is so important for the kidney urine elimination. So make sure you're getting all of your minerals and then proper function of your gastrointestinal system so that you can poop. Um, this means pooping daily. In some people's cases, they will need to use some sort of support which, I mean, I don't want people using some sort of laxative or herbal or mineral support long term. But then again, I do want you pooping. I want to get the toxins out of your body. So maybe that is um, high dose magnesium, high dose vitamin C, um, smooth move tea. I think that's by traditional medicinals. Seneca, I don't like to recommend that, but it can be helpful. Dolcalax, I really don't like to recommend because it's very harmful. You can get straight senna tea. Fennel can be helpful. Um, so they're not ideal. It's not ideal to use aids to help you poop, but I get it. A lot of people do need help, and I do want these toxins out of your body. So we want them out rather than in. So... To get all this detoxification and elimination in order, you're going to go back through what I just said and you're going to take notes. Some of you will already have PDF access to this if you're my clients. But I want you to also don't forget about stress and exposure to things that can cause added burden to your liver and your kidneys and detoxification pathways. Um, Try not to take unnecessary medications. Unnecessary means you really need it. Could you look at alternatives in the natural world? Um, avoid foods that are void of good nutrition, foods that are higher in toxins like processed foods, alcohol, polyunsaturated fats. I talk about a lot of excess sugar. I know I'm pretty much ruining your whole summer right now. Like, Look for balance over the summer. I've spoke about this in a video on my YouTube channel about maintaining weight over the summer. I get it, summer. Do your best. Even be like, quote, good for the start of the day if you know you're going to have wine and chips later on in the day. So at least then you're doing your body some good. You're supporting detoxification for the first couple of hours for the day. It's better than not doing it at all. Um... Eat clean daily, fast sometimes if you can, if it works for you, if you like it. Um, try to only eat or drink out of glass or ceramic or stainless steel. Um, try drink the cleanest water that you can get your hand on. I'm very anal for this. I pay a fortune for my water, but that's what I want to do. So uh, I don't mind. I'm going to do it. Um, don't forget your minerals daily. So a good sea salt is always a good idea magnesium is a good idea and then lighten the load on your mind look at where you can minimize stress practice your self-care read walk in nature laugh do a staycation or just put up some sort of boundaries in your life avoid dramatic people 
watch movies that you enjoy. I was speaking about this in my master's guide last week, that self-care for some people can cause negative emotions to arise. It can make people feel angry or guilty, like it, they just feel like it's another thing on their plate that they have to do. But self-care can look different for different people. It could just be singing your favorite songs while you're driving, laughing with your kids, or that maybe one hot bath that you enjoy every week with some candles, um, or could you, the morning walk you have, just do what you can, just really don't forget about yourself, because this load on our mind, these stressors, emotional and even physical, like, they affect us, they really do affect us, we have to take care of ourselves. So then um, you go back, you take notes of everything I've said here, and you start. You start now as soon as possible. Um, be careful with your food choices. Try stack conditions in your favor. Go for your green cruciferous vegetables, your citrus fruits, your berries, your sulfur-rich foods, uh, your clean animal meats as much as possible. If grass-fed or organic or anything is out of your reach, then go for lean meats when you can. Um, and then move. Move lots. Movement is so good for the body and especially the mind. Movement helps to move the lymphatic system and the blood and fluids around the body, which helps with detoxification. Movement also is a big, big player in mental health. I think people underestimate it. But movement and exercise, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I think it was in the G-Flux podcast, it's a signaling factor. It tells your body how to use macros and micros and where to put them. Movement is such an important part of life. And not a lot of people do it because we're driving so long or we're working so long. Like it's, you would think when you look out the window that a lot of people move and exercise, but they don't. The people you're seeing are a very small percentage of society. Most people just don't get the chance or quote, don't have the time. There's always something you can do though. Um, so you can also like in regards to movement, people forget that just doing inversion or body brushing or foam rolling, that is considered some sort of movement. It will help to move these fluids and toxins through the phasia uh, and then through the lymphatic system. And then sauna, if you have a sauna in your house, someone is gonna ask me about a hot tub. Hot tubs don't count. There is some research to say it does the opposite in regard to what we want for detoxification, but saunas are great. I know a couple of my clients have saunas in their house. Uh, hot baths are great with Epsom salts because that magnesium sulfate pulls toxins out of your skin, but do not stay in the bath for longer than 15 minutes. Research shows us that it's after 15 minutes that your body will start to reabsorb the toxins that it's pulled out. And last but not least, the most important factor of all, I think some of you are gonna know what I'm gonna say. The most important factor for detoxification of both our body and our brain is sleep. 
Sleep is where a lot of our detoxification happens. Our toxins are moved to our extruder organs. Sleep is where we go into our anabolic state of healing and regeneration and recovery. Sleep is where inflammation is brought down and inflammatory toxins are brought to our excretory organs again to be released. Most of you, including me, will know that if you do not have a good night's sleep, you are going to be so inflamed the next morning. I can't even think my eyes feel inflamed, like I feel flushed, my brain feels like it's swollen, I get inflammation around my neck and my shoulders, I get headaches, I just, I'm not a nice person when I don't get sleep. So sleep, as always, is number one. If you are one of my clients and you want the PDF of this podcast episode, um, if you're my master's guide, you already have it. But do reach out to me. You can reach out to me at shemainsmodelhealth.com or shemainsmodelhealth through Facebook, Instagram, Rumble. Uh, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of. I will happily send you the PDF. If you know anyone that needs this kind of education or advice, please share with them. Sharing is caring and we have to take responsibility for our I've really been saying a lot the last couple of weeks is you have to take care of yourself. You do. I'm seeing so many people that I know get sick and get these diagnoses that I wish they didn't get. But it just keeps coming back to me that this is why you have to take care of yourself. It's so important to take care of yourself. So I hope you found this helpful. I hope you have a great week ahead and weekend i hope you're enjoying the summer so far if there's any topics you would like me to cover please let me know otherwise i'm gonna let you go and i will chat to you guys real soon bye bye